Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hi everybody, I just wanted to do a quick uh, introduction before we got into the episode proper. Just about how we got into the British Baking Show and why I wanted to do this podcast. Um, me and my wife started watching it about a year or two ago and we started on Netflix. And it was during a very busy part time of our lives. Um, we were starting new jobs, we were planning on moving, and we were planning our wedding and the Great British Baking Show was a great way for us to kind of unwind, forget about the rest of the world. And uh, we barreled through the seasons that were on Netflix. And then finally, when it came to this current season, um, we were able to watch it live with the rest of the world. And when I say live, I mean live as in Netflix on Friday. <laughs> but uh, no, it's been great. And uh, can't wait to talk about Baking Show. How about you, Em? I just love all reality TV shows. Plain and simple. Probably 90% <laughs> of everything that I watch is reality-based. <laughs> Which so. is, it's kind of weird because, like, I don't watch any reality TV. Like, reality TV, like, normally stresses me out. Um, <laughs> they're so competitive and, like, they're so cutthroat. But I think the, the, one of the reasons why I like uh, baking shows is because um, they help each other out and they're friends. And they're, they're not really cutthroat. There's, like, no nasty drama going on. I think it's great. I think all of that hits the, the cutting room floor. <laughs> you think that there's a lot of drama and then they just filter it out? Yeah, I think that's what they do. They want to maintain the purity of the bake. Exactly. So just a quick note before we get into the episode recap. Um, we're going to cover the last three episodes of this current season, a Great British Baking Show. And then after that, we're going to cover Nailed It France. Ooh la la. So let's get into the episode recap. Uh, it is week eight and it is pastry week. In the introduction, Noel finds Sandy hanging out in the cutlery drawer. <laughs> so, um, the remaining bakers left are Alice, David, Henry, Rosie, and Steph. In the introduction, when they introduced the bake, um, they said the signature bake is going to be a savory tartatine. Tartatine? I think that's debatable, right? Okay. Depending on where, you, where you're coming from. I think from. I heard tartatine, but we'll see. We know it's French, right? <laughs> yeah. So... Although that doesn't help me with the pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> so a savory tartatine um, using full or rough puff pastry. There needs to be good lamination and the bakers get two and a half hours. Um, even though they say full or rough puff pastry, I think they, they notate that everybody actually goes with the rough puff. <laughs> <laughs> it was very hot. Yeah, it was very, they, very that's hot. another thing that happened. It's like all the bakers said that it's like there's like a heat wave going on. Um, so the pastry every, and butter is just difficult to handle, right? Yeah, that's true. Everybody says the weather is warm. Um, at the beginning of the challenge, uh, David sings a good, 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 good lamination. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yes. Um, there's also a dramatic moment, kind of like pretty regular to baking show, where everybody flips their tart to teen to see if it's come out okay. I'm just going into the bakers and what they're trying to make. Alice is going to make a leek, apple, and goat's cheese tart tatine. Um, when the judges come around, they remark that uh, she's pretty ambitious for trying to make a leek lattice. That's how you say that, right? Lattice. A leek lattice, yes. Lattice. That was impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's good. 
That's she good. was worried about soggy middles. Yeah, because I think Noel came by and was like, are you worried about a soggy bottom? She's like, no, soggy middle. That's worse than a soggy <laughs> bottom. Um, during judging, uh, the judges come by and they say they're kind of disappointed that it doesn't look caramelized. It's slightly wet and the flavors in the apple or the leek are delicious. So I guess she hit the points with the flavors, but not so much with the, uh, I guess the It was really texture. pale. Really pale on top. Yeah, of it. it was pretty pale. No, no lamination. <clears throat> uh, David um, attempts to make a caramelly carroty tartatine. Uh, during judging, the judges remarked that there are burned bits. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lesson to be learned here. But David said it's actually purple carrots. Yeah, don't use those. Yeah, <laughs> they look like they're burned. Or use those. <laughs> The judges also say that it's nice flavors, but it's kind of dry and it uh, kind of needs the sauce that David made with it. And it shouldn't need the sauce. Like, it should be able to stand on its own. Definitely. It yeah. was really dry looking. Yeah. Really dry. I mean, it looked crispy because it was dry. So David got a little bit roughed up there. Um, going on to Henry. Henry attempts to make a crab, tomato, and new potato tartatine. Um, while they're walking around uh, looking at the bags. The judges remarked that he's wearing a tie during the heat wave. So, like, Henry, I think he might be the most fashionable person this season, or any season, because he's always wearing, like, a tie. Is and that wardrobe? Do they make him wear that particular type of outfit because that's no, kind of what his look is? I think I saw an interview once, and they get to pick their own clothes, but the funny thing is that, like, I mean, the, the each episode spans across two days, so whatever they pick for the episode, they have to wear it two days in a row. Oh, really? Yeah, even if they get, like, dirty or, like, like stuff comes on it. They make them wear the same thing for both episodes. And they don't wash it? Or not both episodes, but both segments. The but budget doesn't allow for two of the same <laughs> I think they just want to, like, maintain some kind of consistency amongst the episodes. Because maybe it will be confusing if they wear something else, like, during the, the showstopper than they did during the signature. Well, that makes sense. But I feel like they typically have to wear the same type of outfit throughout the entire show so that people can identify them. Yeah, that's that's probably why. Like, that's the guy with the tie. Yeah, and he's been the guy with the tie since, like, maybe episode two or three. And I think he's, like, the fan favorite at this point. And why I think he's the fan favorite at this point is because when I go to my Netflix and then I click on Baking Show, it's actually a picture of Henry. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's on the, he's on, like, the show page or like the cover or whatever. But anyway, he makes his uh, tartatine. During judging, the judges say there's nice color, nice lamination. The flavors are excellent with the crab salad. And Prue is particularly impressed. That was really creative, the crab. I yeah. thought it looked really good. I would eat that. I would, I would definitely eat that. Uh, definitely one to try. Tartatine. Yeah. Uh, going on to Rosie. Rosie attempts to make a shallot aubergine and goat's cheese spice tartatine. Uh, during judging, the judges say that the dish looks a little bit charred and the majority of it is wet. So Rosie and David had something similar because she was using black garlic. Yeah. So she tried to blame the coloring on her black <laughs> <Yeah>. garlic. But <laughs> Paul called her out on that. I was like, that's not all. Yes. Yeah. That's not the only reason why that looks charred. <laughs> so black garlic and purple carrots. Yeah. So Rosie also admits that she uh, made a mistake and put in twice the amount of butter that she should have. Mm. So which made it like a uh, buttery wet <laughs> or yeah. that. So she got a little bit roughed up there. And going on to stuff, who uh, so far has been star baker like three or four times this season. I think she's the favorite right now to win the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. But not the fan favorite. 
No, that's Henry. Oh. <laughs> I, lo- I like Steph, though. Steph's good. My, my actual favorite is, uh, since we're talking about this, my actual favorite is David. Is David? Yeah. He's been so solid, and he gets, like, second every single episode. He does. But he's never, like, like he's never actually got, like, Star Maker. He's always in the running, but he's never got it. <laughs> Which is, I just want to see him prevail. If there was a second place award, what would it be called? I don't know. Um, besides Star Maker? It's like, yeah. What is it in Mario Kart? Because I know Because <laughs> Mario Kart, like, the first one is Star, right? And the second place is, like, Mushroom Baker. Mushroom Baker. So David is the mushroom baker? Yeah, David's mushroom baker. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, going on to Steph, who is the favorite, she attempts to make a caramelized onion and goat cheese tartatine. Mm. Um, during her bake, the judges remark, it sounds simple. And Paul says he is not the biggest fan of goat cheese. <laughs> he said that up front, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. Prior to her even putting the dish together. Yeah, which made her a little bit worried. Uh, during judging, the judges say they're not the biggest fan of just lumped up a goat cheese on top of it she straight up just cut it off and <laughs> placed it on top which is uncharacteristic of her because she's been performing at such a high level right yeah i think like she actually didn't do well this challenge uh, they said the pastry was thin but the flavor can't be argued against but she did okay i think she um she didn't do as like good as like she normally does and that's the end of the signature um everyone got roughed up a little bit and Henry actually, I think, did the best so far. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Moving on to the technical, um, the bakers are tasked with baking a Moroccan pie using warka or brick pastry. They get two and a half hours. Um, Paul ominously says, consistency really matters in this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Henry says, if anyone has heard of this, I will get naked. To which David replies, I know what this is. I've seen it on a travel <laughs> Henry does not get naked, as promised. The tie, uh, the tie stayed on. Right, the tie stayed on. <clears throat> so um, everybody has the kind of trouble with this. Um, it's really thin, like the way they were spreading it on. Like it, lo- <laughs> it looks so hard to make. It almost looks like a crepe, but it's like yeah. a, a phyllo dough, right? It's very light and flaky. It's yeah, supposed to be. It also looks delicious. <laughs> it does. I would totally eat that. And they had to make 12 layers. 12 layers, that's right. Um, Everybody's concerned whether it's too thin or if it's, like, too thick. Um, This is actually the first time I've seen, like, Steph upset. She she has some trouble, and she says that one of her biggest fears is not being being able to present something. Yeah, she had a mini meltdown. Yeah. Um, Noel comes by to comfort her and give her some words of encouragement. Good on Noel for that. Mm -hmm. Um, At one point, while their pastry is in the oven... David, Henry, Noel, and Alice toss around a lime. <laughs> Which I thought was a nice moment, you know. Because <laughs> it seems like this episode, particularly, everybody is like really stressed out with all the bakes. They're all, they're all being challenged. Um, everyone's trying to get into the final. And it's like, tensions are like really high. So finally, when it comes to judging, um, Henry gets fifth. Steph gets fourth. Alice gets third. Rosie gets second. And then finally, David gets first. <laughs> <laughs> David, who's been second all season and most of the technicals, finally gets his first. So I enjoyed that. I mean, his I, was one of the only ones that didn't explode. I think right? almost all of them exploded. Even like Rosie, who got second, she was yeah. surprised. I think David and Alice were the only two who didn't have 
<clears throat> Moroccan pie explosions. Yeah, Alice got third, but I think Alice had some trouble with her like flavoring and it was too much garlic, right? Yeah, too much garlic, and they did the texture was bad. So Rosie was very surprised to see that she got second, <clears throat> particularly when her pastry exploded. Yeah. <clears throat> so yay, David finally first. Um, he conquered the. Uh, that like hump that he's been trying to get over all the season, and I'm glad to see him prevail. Yeah, that was a good win. All right, so uh, finally moving on to the showstopper, uh, the bakers are tasked with making a vertical pie with a minimum three stacked pies. They are given four hours. So before the showstopper, Paul remarks that everything will kind of come down to it because the people who did well in the signature didn't particularly do well in the technical, and. Uh, Tension is high. Everybody seems nervous. Uh, moving on to the bakers, Alice, she makes an apple tree house pie. Um, the pie has a swing on it, which is pretty cool. That was very cool. I that thought it was good. a really cool concept. And a ladder. Yeah, the ladder. History ladder. The only thing I thought was kind of like a little sloppy was like there was like a window that was like painted on. She did paint the window on, yeah. And it was like not straight. <laughs> it looked like she just did it last, like last minute. Um, <laughs> Probably because she did. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like everybody ran out of time during this challenge. Yeah, it was really difficult. I mean, you had to put all those layers together, right. come up with concept and everything. And... Yeah. So during judging, Paul says the pastry is tough as old boots and that the filling is dry. Yeah. It was very harsh. It was very harsh on her. Yeah, unfortunate. I don't think she, yeah, she didn't really get any compliments besides like the concept was good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the better concepts. Yeah. Like, visually, it was one of the better-looking ones to me. Yeah. But, yeah, Alice did not do well. I think everybody got roughed up a little bit here, though. Um, David, moving on to David, he makes a Whitby fish pie. When he said that at first, I was like, what? <laughs> but then it kind of came together. Yeah. Um, like, during his baking, Paul remarks that there's no lid on any of his pies. It's an open face pie, which uh, Paul makes a... This is not really a pie. Yeah, it's not really a pie. <laughs> Paul makes a comment as what makes a pie. Is this really a pie? Uh, Sandy comes by and asks him about growing up in Whitby, in which they joked that there weren't the clubs there that he was looking for. So that was like a funny moment. <laughs> uh, during judging, they say that the design is very good, although the exposed veggies has dried out the entire pie. Yeah. So what Paul said in the beginning kind of came back and like he reiterated that. I think that was maybe his concern when he saw it at first, that the, there was no tops. Therefore, the moisture would just like leak out mm -hmm. or like evaporate. This whole episode was a like a combination of dry and soggy. Yeah. Yeah. I think with like pastry, it's just like, especially when you're like doing filling, it's really hard to like get that balance. The perfect balance, right? Yeah. I think only one person got it, but... We'll talk about her later. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Henry. Henry makes a chandelier picnic pie. Okay. <laughs> There's a couple of things that come to mind. Number one, how many picnics have you been to where there was a chandelier? Also, wasn't it an upside down chandelier? He called it an upside down chandelier. Yeah, I guess an Is upside that a thing. It's just an upside down chandelier. It's just picnic? like stacked pies. <laughs> like. It was just a very fancy way of like saying you stacked a bunch of pies on each other and the pie at the top is smaller than the bottom. Which the judges did kind of like, you know, reiterate. Like you said it was an upside down chandelier. You just stacked a couple of pies on each other. All right. Um, while he's baking, Paul stares at him. 
And Henry says, Paul's eyes are like a shark, but with even less mercy. Good joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during judging, they say that his pie looks like, or his bake uh, just looks like he stacked pies on one another. Uh, the drive leaves don't look good. The pastry is so thick that it's raw. It's very dry. He should have used the fattier meat. All the moisture has come out at the hole at the top. His was interesting, right? Because it was savory on the bottom and then it was sweet on top. Yeah, I thought it looked weird because there was so much ham. (laughs) There was so much ham in this pie. And there was also like pecan in it. And I was like, are you supposed to eat this pie all at once? Or is it like separate or... I guess you would have the base as your main course and yeah. then the top for dessert. <laughs> Is that how that works? I think so. I don't know. At your picnic. Yeah. And also, like, at one point he used lard to make, like, the crust or something. And he smelled it. And he, like, looked disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Which was not a good sign for his pie. But, yeah, Henry. I think, I, mean, I think the judges. You can see where the judges came from, though. All their criticism seemed pretty solid. Not, uh, not looking good for the fan favorite here. Moving on to Rosie, Rosie made a Rapunzel's Tower. And uh, while she's baking it, they ask her how many pies she's going to make. And she says she's making nine pies. That's three times what was required. (laughs) I I think she made it extra hard on herself, but uh, her ambition was there. So the judges asked her if she will finish on time. She says yes. And they asked her if she's practiced practiced the pie. And she says yes. Um, Before judging, Sandy comes over to... Help her bring over the pie very carefully. It looks like it's about to topple over. That was a very stressful moment. Yeah, I think that was probably the most stressful moment of the whole episode. But I really did think that it was just going to fall over. Um, luckily, it didn't. During judging, the, the judges remarked that it's a lovely design, but the pastry is too thick. The curry is good, but again, the filling is dry. So, so far, all the, bakes, all the bakers have had dried uh, fillings. And uh, it seems to be the theme of this showstopper, except for one person, which is Steph. As Steph makes a curried chickpea and potato carousel, she said it was inspired by her childhood when she was a curry girl. <laughs> so We don't know what that means. <laughs> I've never heard anyone call themselves a curry girl before, but I'm assuming it's because she ate a lot of curry. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> Uh, during judging, the judges say that it's not too dry, the flavors are lovely, and I think she's the only one that actually uh, succeeds with this showstopper challenge. <clears throat> so at this point, Steph has done really well. I think she's obviously the star baker. Everyone else done. Everyone else has done poorly, um, some more poorly than the others. When the judges meet, they say that only Steph got it right. Prue says that she is most disappointed by Henry. And that Rosie also struggled. Definitely. Definitely yeah. accurate. So at this point, uh, who do you think like uh, who do you think it's gonna go and who do you think is Star Baker? I think I think it's pretty obvious at this point when they go to judging. Because Steph obviously is Star Baker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I, I kinda wanted David to get it because like this is the first time he got first in technical. That but, dry fish pie though. Yeah. It was tops. It was put a lid on it. Yeah. <laughs> he made open face pies, which was not good. I think if he nailed the showstop, showstopper, he would have definitely been Starbaker. But again, um, yeah, Steph was, was pretty obvious that she's Starbaker. And then they said that the two people in most trouble were Rosie and Henry. So Henry um, in the technical, 
I think he was last place. But he did really well during the, the signature, which right. kind of complicates things. Um, Rosie did okay during their signature, and she got second place in technical. So both of them at this point have done one and done well in one challenge and bad in the other. And if it came down just to the showstopper, I think Den- uh, Henry definitely did worse than Rosie. So it's the end of the episode, and it, um, it's judging time. They announced Star Baker, which uh, not surprisingly is Steph, as everybody would have guessed. And and the contestants are really nervous. They're all holding hands like it's the end of Toy Story 3, and they're about to go into the incinerator. And then, <laughs> not surprisingly, Henry is eliminated. Um, the shrieks of a thousand screams are heard all across the world. <laughs> the including, fan favorite. Including yours. Yeah, including mine. The fan favorite is gone. Um, there will be no more ties on Baking Show. Who will show up on your Netflix? <laughs> That's a good question. Who? I'm pretty sure it was just going to be like a cover of like a pie or something. That's all we want to know next week. Yeah, next week I'll tell you who was a cover on um, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Henry's out. I mean, he actually did a lot better than I thought he would have like uh, in the beginning of the season. Like, there were so many young bakers this season, and the two of them that, that got really far were Henry and Michael. Michael just got out like last week, and Henry got out this week. I think at this time of the show, like the quality of the bakes need to be really good, and then I just maybe like the inexperience is showing a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. Defi- definitely difficult. The challenges that they're throwing at him, yeah, so hard. I know. And yeah, I mean he's he's a good baker. He made it this far. He almost made it to the semifinal, but he didn't. So at this point, we only have four bakers left. They're Alice, David, Rosie, and Steph. This is a pretty, I think it's a pretty strong group um, of four bakers. And yeah, um, next episode will be exciting. All right, so we're going to go into some segments. Our first segment is, what was your favorite bake of the episode? My favorite bake of the episode had to be Henry's crab tart. I just thought it was a really original concept. It looked really good. And I just thought it was something like people would want to try. That's a good pick. I think that would be my second favorite bake of the week. Um, approaching this, the way I think about it is, is if there was one thing I wanted to try from this entire episode, if I got to try it, what would it be? It would actually be the Technico, which is the Moroccan pie with the work of brick pastry. And only one person succeeded in technical. <laughs> so I would have to try David's uh, Moroccan pie. I mean, it looked delicious. It did look good. It was, yeah. The pastry looked delicious. Um, the filling looked good. There was chicken in it, which I thought was kind of weird because I think Steph is a vegetarian and they made her cook a chicken pie. Yeah, it's kind of awkward, huh? <clears throat> yeah, kind of morally uh, questionable, but... Are you a curry guy? I'm a curry guy. <laughs> I'm a curry boy. A curry boy? Curry boy. <laughs> Um, next segment is, what was your funniest moment of the episode? My funniest moment of the episode had to have been when Rosie was trying to pawn off her black <laughs> garlic as the basis of the char Right. Because <laughs> Paul said, it looks a little charred. She's like, oh no, that's just the black garlic. And he said, that's not all it is. <laughs> uh, my funniest moment is kind of a small one. It's, I think Henry was pulling like his bake out of a tin. And then it like randomly dropped and it like shocked him. <laughs> like it spooked him. That's what makes him so endearing. Yeah. Oh, Henry. No more of that. 
And then finally, our last segment is who's on top and predictions for next week. So I think obviously right now, Steph is the obvious favorite. Um, she's gotten Star Baker the most amount of times. I think David, characteristically, is second place. <laughs> he's the second place guy. I mean, he's been really solid too. Like if David comes out and like sweeps the end of the season, I wouldn't be surprised. And then finally, in the last two places, I think uh, Rosie and Alice are um, the ones that might get eliminated next week. What do you think? I agree. Yeah? I agree with your sentiment. I mean, it's hard to predict. I just feel like the challenges are so difficult coming into the last couple of weeks that yeah. really anybody could take it. Yeah. Unless they give like past history a lot of weight in their judging. Right. Right? What if like next week it's like, it's curvy week or something? <laughs> <laughs> If it's something like that, and we know like people are strong at curry, like you know, curry girl stuff. And, yeah. I I have a theory in reality TV that there's a producer's pick, <laughs> where the producers kind of say like, okay, this person's gonna stay or this person's gonna go or whatever. And if it's curry week, we definitely know <laughs> that would be my ideal of a producer's pick that they definitely want stuff to move on to. Fly. I also think it's kind of. Do you think it's kind of weird that like um, this week, like week eight. All the remaining like uh, bakers are actually like they're the like the best looking bakers. <laughs> <laughs> they did get rid of the fan favorite though, but I have a theory, right? Because yeah. you told me that Alice and Henry were a couple, possibly. So I saw an article saying that they were dating, and then I looked into further, and I saw an article, another article saying that they're not dating. Mm-hmm. So they could be dating. I don't know, but it, maybe they are a power couple. <laughs> They are a power couple, and you need to break them up. Not the producers, but if they could be voted out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So final question. Um, we're going to lock it down right now. Who do you think is going home next week? I definitely will have to say Rosie. I'm going to say Alice. We should put a bet on it. Okay. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Alice. I mean, she's she's been doing well. But I think at this point, um, I don't know. She's not as solid as the other three. But you never know, though. Yeah. The challenges are, you know, they, they could be catered to certain people, not purposefully. But right. if somebody is good at something and somebody is bad at something, you never know. Somebody could get tripped up next week. I think Alice is really good at using apples. That's true. Yeah, maybe like, it, Steph could go home next week, though. No, I would quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> if Steph or David go home next week... Um, I'm not watching the show anymore. So thanks for listening to the <laughs> final episode of Quick Mix. No, no. <clears throat> we'll see. It'll, it'll be interesting. Um, any last words? Just excited to see what happens yeah. next week. And we're down to the nitty gritty here. So everyone's got to have good bakes. Can't wait, guys. Can't wait. And I also really want to see who's going to show up on your Netflix. <laughs> All right, well, tune in next week to see all these exciting answers and uh, semifinals. Here we go. 